Good morning. My name is Deacon Norman Freeman, and I will be presenting today's lesson titled, Paul Ministers in Malta, from Acts the 28th chapter, verses 1 through 10. Let us first go to God in prayer. Great Jehovah Yahweh, we humbly submit ourselves before you this day, thanking you for another opportunity to study your word. We pray that your word will go forward in a manner that will be pleasing and acceptable to you. We pray that you will use this lesson in a way that someone will be drawn to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. We praise you and we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. After the preaching, after preaching the gospel in Jerusalem, Paul exercised his right as a Roman citizen and requested a trial before Caesar. Remember, they were trying to kill him when they were going to have Paul uh, sent to Jerusalem. Within days of traveling there, the stormy weather made the trip dangerous. Paul warned Julius that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. Julius ignored the warning and the ship continued until it encountered a hurricane-like storm. When they had given up hope and feared dying, Paul first encouraged them by sharing a vision he had in which an angel told him that no one on board would die. However, Paul warned that despite the encouraging news, they would be shipwrecked. After surviving a brutal northeast storm, Paul and the other passengers either swam to the island of Malta or floated there on boards or pieces of the destroyed ship. The inhabitants warmly welcomed the stranger out of the rain and cold. Rather than resting with the others, Paul gathered firewood as he did. A snake rose from the fire and bit him. When the islanders witnessed the biting, they believed it was divine payback for some perceived crime and waited for Paul to die. Paul, however, simply shook the snake off. The fact that he was not harmed changed the islanders' opinion and they now thought he was a god. Today's lesson titled Paul Ministers in Malta from Acts the 28th chapter verse 1 through 10 is divided into three parts for ease of discussion. I will read the scripture in three corresponding parts from King James Version and discuss each part directly after each scripture reading. These three parts are Part 1, Receiving Help from Strangers, from Acts to 28th chapter, verses 1 and 2. Part 2, Divine Protection, from Acts to 28th chapter, verses 3 through 6. And Part 3, Ministering to Others, Acts to 28th chapter, verse 7 through 10. Now the scripture for Part 1, Acts to 28th chapter, verse 1 and 2, and verse 1 reads as follows. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. And the barbarous people showed no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold. Now let's discuss part one. Luke clearly recognizes that the safe arrival on shore of every one of the ship's 276 passengers was solely the result of divine help. 
Although the ship became battered pieces on the shoreline's rocks, God confirmed Paul's prophecy from the angel's nighttime visit. This was not an unfortunate accident by human effort, but the manifestation of a promised deliverance by the God that Paul, Luke, and Aristarchus trusted with their lives. While it is true that it is more blessed to give than to receive, it is equally true that believers must learn to receive help during difficult situations. Family, friends, co-workers, and neighbors are among those who assist in time of need. And as Paul discovered on the island of Malta, strangers also may provide timely assistance. Notice that the name of the islanders in verse 2 is Melita, or verse 1 rather, is Melita. It is also known as Malta. God recruits believers and non-believers to help Christians in distress. Learning to receive help from non-believers is especially difficult for some Christians. Our text describes the people of Malta as barbarous. That doesn't mean they were savage barbarians. This word simply referred to people who didn't speak Greek. Luke marveled at the loving kindness shown repeatedly by the people of Malta. The phrase, no little kindness, means the care given by the islanders went far beyond what was expected. Scripture for part two, divine protection from Acts 28 chapter verse three through six. And verse three reads, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom he, though he escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Now let's discuss part two. Soon after surviving the tumultuous storm at sea, Paul found himself shipwrecked on an island. Rather than sit back and allow the islanders to serve him, Paul also got involved in collecting firewood for the needed fire. As he began serving others, a viper came out of the fire and bit him. The islanders took this as a sign that Paul was a murderer who was about to reap the deserved punishment. Each time Paul approached the fire with more wood, the Maltese citizens watched and expected him to swell up and suddenly fall dead. Paul plainly suffered no ill effects. Paul's observers changed their original opinion of him. Instead, they now wrongly surmised that Paul must be a god. Scripture for part three, ministering to others from Acts the 28th chapter, verse seven through 10. And verse seven reads, in the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island whose name was Publius who received us and lodged us for three days. 
And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also which had disease in the island came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary. Now let's discuss part three. Paul was able to minister to others in spite of finding himself in a trying predicament. Rather than fall prey to depression and selfishness because of his circumstances, Paul continued to use his gifts and talents in executing the ministry God had given him. Near the site where the ship wrecked and those on board swam or floated to shore was the estate of Publius. Malta's chief magistrate and leading citizen. While enjoying Publius's generosity, Paul learned that his father lay confined to his bed by recurring bouts of fever and bloody diarrhea. Read this in Acts 28 chapter verse 8. When it became known that the chief's father was sick, Paul did what he knew to do. He laid his hands on the man and healed him. The father's healing described a miraculous instant freedom from his ailments. That ability to rise above the circumstances and continue to flow in God's anointing was critical to the Islanders perception that there was something extraordinary about Paul. Three months passed before another ship arrived to transport Paul and his other prisoners on to Rome. During these three months, in verse 10, Luke says the people showered us, not simply Paul, with many honors. Two major lessons stand out. One concerns our attitude toward those who may not share our knowledge or faith in God and his revelation in Christ. While all people are sinners, that doesn't mean we cannot do commendable deeds or they cannot do commendable deeds. Another lesson is the importance for each Christian to co consistently make God's love visible in order to give our verbal witness an attractive credibility. Paul's example teaches uh, that we too can rise above our situation to help others in need. This ends today's lesson. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for giving light to your ways and opening our minds that we may see the things that you have stored up for us. Help us to remember to be obedient to you in every way. Help us to recognize that while we are alive here on earth, that we must live in a manner that reflects your ways and your values. Give us the wisdom to know and understand what life in your presence will be like. Help us to understand that all we need to do is tell the story and the Holy Spirit does the rest. Bless the lesson and allow it to touch someone to bring them to a closer relationship with Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen.